Good everybody and welcome to the Sports Desk on your Monday afternoon. How are you, Michael? With Michael again, like always. Oh, James, this is fantastic. What else would you want to be doing on a Monday afternoon? Pleasure to be back in the studios. And for those of you out there who want to visualise what the studios are looking like at this present moment, look no further than two colours, red and black. Oh, it was, good to, it, was, it was a good Friday night, wasn't it? It's a good Friday night. Haven't had too many of those. When I looked at the new fixture for the second half of this season, James, in the AFL, I just went, oh, we play three Friday nights in a row. This is going to be absolute train wreck. And, uh, hey, one out of two so far, not bad. And we play a, <laughs> we play against the West Coast Eagles next weekend. Oh. You've got to just get the boys in here. Get, get, it's our first win in a while. Get them in the ring. How, oh my god! I've, I've, I feel like we can't really talk about it too much because you know we don't, we don't want to be biased. No, right? we don't. Real. No, no, we don't. We're here for all eighteen clubs, but all eight. Yeah, okay. We got to celebrate. I mean, you know, we got to celebrate every now. And we do. Yeah. No, it was a good. We don't win. get many. It was a good win by the boys. Very um, good win. Good round of footy as well. A lot of controversial stuff going on uh, in that first game. Mm, um, there was a bit of arc controversy. If you yeah. if you don't mind, but. Uh, I feel like we'd get into that a bit later on because there's a few things we need to talk about. Um, we we didn't touch on we haven't touched on the NBA, the wrap up of the finals that happened right after our Friday show. Soccer is making the World Cup. Oh, come on, oh my come God. on! Can we can we talk about this Stop enough? It. No, we can't. This is this is one of the biggest things in Australian sport for a very long time, and we are going to keep mentioning it until we get blue in the face, James. It's the biggest. Sporting event, I reckon, since 05. Like, it's got fo- that feeling. Footballing wise, 05, mm. I think. It's got that feeling, doesn't it? Yeah, it's. That build up to that World Cup and then how well the team performed. I mean, gosh, that's expecting a lot if that happens again, but my word. Anything's possible, James, with this group. They've got serious uh, belief. I've got, I've got a few, I've got a few thoughts on that, but I, oh, I don't know. Hear them. Should we go AFL first? Should we wrap up the AFL round? Yeah, let's what do, do it. What do you reckon? Let's do it. All right, let's so. Let's do it. Thursday night, even though the Friday show probably still did review pre, you review it. Yeah, Sam Sam was pretty flat on uh, on Friday. Well, you know Rightfully what? So. Sam can be flat because <laughs> unlucky, mate. Hey, I had to wear a Kelton scarf last week. Did you so make a bet with him? To do I that? did make oh, a bet with him. Man. I'm very silly, very silly for doing that. <laughs> why would you? Why would know. you bet with a Carlton fan? Oh, it's, oh, it's just. You, you, you're digging your own grave, aren't you? Especially this season, you are. Especially this season. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not going to defend you. I'm sorry, Michael. But I thought maybe for our 150th anniversary, James, we we're going to pull something out of our backsides, but no, we did not. Far <laughs> I from this, it. I thought this was the game we were actually going to win. <laughs> this is this was our grand final. This is where I wanted to see six suspensions next to our team. I didn't. Oh, Guys, give him a genuine crack, but no, it didn't happen. But uh, it didn't happen for the Blue Baggers either on Friday night. Yeah, uh, Richmond far out. Nine, yeah. nine, twelve, sixty-six to eleven at fifteen. 81. Another very average kicking oh, yeah. game from uh, Richmond. I feel like they've had a lot of that this season. They have. 15 points, um, 26 scoring shots uh, to 21. They could have won this by a lot more. Yeah. Look, they could have won this by six or seven goals. I just feel like I was listening to a few podcasts um, over the weekend. One of my mates is a Blues fan as well and does a podcast on that. And we're... I was listening to what he was saying, and you know, both teams didn't take their chances. I feel like, mm. um, even though, even though Carlton did kind of step it up and, you know, technically win the quarter in the fourth, and they did run over them, mm. they didn't take their chances. And you know, that if you if you convert 
you know, three of those 12 into goals that were silly kicks, like not taking your time, not being composed, whatever. Just simple footy stuff. Um, Fundamentals. It, it could have been an opposite result. But there were a few, especially, um, I think it was Noon's The Arc um, review on the touch. Yeah, to late call. Goal. Late call. Yeah. I'm Didn't a bit... Like just wanted to quickly touch on it mm, because mm. I was having a look at it and you, you compare that to said VAR in the world game and that thing's got more pickles than Pac-Man in the 80s. Like, let's be real. Like, it, it was <laughs> it ridiculous. What cameras are they using, James? Seriously? Are they, are, are they in Parkville or something and they're zooming into the MCG? Like, it seriously makes me wonder. I mean, you know... <laughs> It's it's more something like they're at the International Space Station yet and no, looking looking straight down at the all the way in Florida. Oh, that was just like, I just don't get it. Like oh. there's no there was no conclusive evidence over it saying yes it was touched. You didn't see fingers move. You didn't see anything going on that would have changed the umpire's call from what it was. Mm. There's nothing there, and for that to be called touched behind and then. Like, you don't want to make excuses for teams, and I hate doing it because they lost in their own merit. They stuffed it up themselves. Definitely. That's it. Definitely. Right? But that didn't help. No. And I feel like Carlton's one of those teams where it's like, if they get rattled and something gets them down, they just they struggle to get back up. Yeah, they stay there, don't they? I mean, they conceded the first six goals of the game in the wet. That's always going to be difficult to come back from, but to their credit, they they nearly got across the line. But you are right, James. This is this moment in the arc is reminiscent of I think it was a game over at TIO Stadium or in Car- in Cairns, so a place that a place that doesn't have that much, you know, footy technology and infrastructure. It was almost like the AFL just conceded, we're not going to get good technology out there. It's going to be too difficult to get good technology to these grounds and as a result we're just going to forfeit that whatever does happen in that game whether it's controversial or not um, we're just going to accept it and as a result there was a there was a, a moment like this where it was either a graze off the post or a touch behind and they had no angles of cameras close to the goals to uh, deem it whether it was touched or whether it wasn't touched or whatever it was they didn't have the technology and so if you're going to play at the top level Wherever you go, you've got to have the right technology, including at the biggest grounds in Australia. So yeah, without a doubt. What happens from here? I feel like everyone's everyone's waiting for Gil to leave. <laughs> everyone's just waiting for Gil to leave, get out of the office, and they can fix it. Because the first waiting thing that you I arrive, would, more like. Well, like the, the, the thing is, right, that the one one of the things, and I've said it before to you, that the stand rule. Yep, that's the first Ridiculous. thing that goes for me. Ridiculous, and then update the technology for the arc because. Yep. I get it that, you know, you you want to compare VAR to um, the ARC, but look, one is on a world stage that's got funding by one of the richest corporations in the sporting world, yeah. and then the other, uh, the other is a very niche market that only caters to a country, and very rarely a mere percentile of other countries in Europe, whatever, mm-hmm. from expats, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. They need to refine it and, yeah, okay, if they're not going to get updated cameras or whatever like that, use the old cameras that television stations have stopped using Yeah. because now they've gotten this 8K mumbo-jumbo, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm, I'm sure that they could get some updated ones that will, could easily <sighs> enhance the Definitely. quality and get 
a bit more understanding out of the arc because when you're going on pixels and it's like, oh, was that his hand? No, that was a fly. Wait, no, hang on. Are we even looking at... No, that's a goalpost. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like... You, you, you're not helping yourself when you're like, oh, yeah, we've got an arc. It's all good. Yeah. The only thing that's good about the arc is the point is the uh, goalpost cam. You're right. That's the only conclusive thing because mm. it's actually like point blank range and you're not... I think it's, what, two, three metres distance between yeah, each post, so it's not far, no. and it's easy to see. Mm. But, yeah, look, things need to change. Big Once time. Gil goes, I think that they'll get a bit more clarity in a lot of rules and stuff that, through COVID and whatnot, they didn't really clear up and specify on. But you know what? We're getting carried away because we're, yeah. not, we're, we're not getting on the main game here. We're Essendon beat no. <laughs> St Kilda. <laughs> The pretenders. The pretenders. The, the pretenders of the, the pretenders. AFL. Oh, no. These guys are jokes. Oh, block oh. your ears, Saints fans. Nah, don't block your ears because you deserve no. to hear it. <laughs> Here we go. Give him a spray. <laughs> Come on. 15-17, 107. Oh. A shocking kicking oh, performance. Oh. We should have scored 25. We should have scored yeah, 25. We, we easily could have. To 11 6 Against the pretenders of St Kilda. Well, they don't even play in St Kilda. They play in Moorabbin. <laughs> wherever that is, you've got an airport. Good on you. They've, look. Airplane fumes? <laughs> I mean, you know. It's I'm been not, our excuse not, for years, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, look. Low altitude flying. <laughs> surprising performance from Essendon, though. That was great. It wasn't. I tipped it. I didn't I'm, tip I'm just, it. I'm just going nah, to claim it again. I did it. tip it, but yeah, oh, well. If you follow our Instagram account, yeah. Sports Desk, you would actually know what our Give tips it a like. Give it a like. Give it a there. follow. Give it a follow. Give us some comments as well. We want to talk yeah, to people. Yeah, I want to I hear what you have to say. <laughs> um, Don's by 35 in this wasn't a thing that I was expecting. Uh, they brought it back in the third quarter, got it even, uh, and then we ran away with it. Third quarter ended up being 13-11 to 8 goals for... So it did kick away in that, um, and then they only got three more goals, 3-2 to answer, no, 2-2 two, two to answer back. 2-2. Two, two. Um, this is the crazy part of this game, James, is that we, we kicked six, what was it? We kicked five goals on the bounce. They kicked five goals in a row to start the third quarter, yeah. and then we responded with six goals straight to blow out the game to 35 points. I mean, when does that happen? Yeah, it's, it's a rarity, and especially for the way that Essendon's oh. been playing this year, it's not something you'd expect. Like, the the win that I was expecting if we were going to win was a really grindy, yep. just yuck game of footy where yep. even though it wasn't wet, it would just be like, you know, you know, like, yeah, you know those grindy level, games yeah, of footy oh, where yeah. it's just scrappy and whatnot? We've had um, plenty of those. I mean, you know, good effort. We won. That's it. Simple as that. We move on to next week. We've got... Oh, God, who have we got next we've, week? I think we've got West Coast. Oh, we've got the Weagles at Optus Stadium. The Weagles Stadium. at the Fortress, um, which is no longer. Uh, Friday look, night, which is a bit weird. Again. And, yes. Kings of the uh, kings of the blockbusters, that's what they call oh, us. That's, that's give what us, we are. Give us Saturday nights at the J-Gill and I'll be happy. Yeah, well, you know, 8.40 <laughs> Australian <laughs> Eastern Standard <laughs> at West Coast. Right. Uh, 18th versus 16th blockbuster, as you say. Huge jam. Uh, and then, you know, on the same night at 7pm at Marvel, they've got... Western Bulldogs and Hawthorne, so 10th versus 14th. Oh. I mean, that's that's a big night. That's a big night. Yeah, um, big night of footy. Get, get just, your, just uh, replay the Socceroos. <laughs> get your popcorn out. Oh, yeah. Get your popcorn. Well, let, let me say this as well, James. I, this is... When Essendon play fast footy, 
when they forward handball, where they take on the game, where they kick it to their forwards, where they give them enough time to actually separate from their defenders, like your Peter Wrights, like your Harry Jones, it is no surprise that we play much better. In all the wins that we've won this year, and there hasn't been many, we've taken on the game and we've played with, yes, high risk, but equally high reward. And yep. I just think this has to be the staple way that we play. Obviously, be tough. Nail your tackles, and we nailed our tackles. I think it, it, it's worth mentioning as well. You know the, the the white bread sort of performance from St Kilda or, or wet bread. I mean, they were just they were just awful. They 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 laid I think seven or eight tackles for the game. I mean, that's that's below AFL standards. So we lay our tackles, we move the ball on, and we and we're high scoring. And players, you know, they play with great ferocity and freedom. And that's the formula for the Dons, I feel. Two-letter Peter delivering the milk. Oh. 100th game. Yeah, big one. Wow. Very happy with that. But we move on Great win. to Saturday. Yep. Bye week, so not really much going on in Melbourne. No, um, no. In fact, were there any games in Melbourne? Mate, Saturday sucked. There were no games I, in I, Melbourne. I didn't even play my local sport. We had a bye as well, and I was like, mate, I'm bored. Nothing in Melbourne. I can't go watch anything. What's going on? Like, I was just like, you know what? You got to you got you got to schedule it correctly. A Thursday night game in Melbourne, a Friday night, and then Saturday. What are you going to do? They Nothing. should have put James. I, I don't know if you're on you're on board with this. They should have put the Thursday night game, wet weather football, on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been huge. I feel like it was nice weather too. I yeah, mean, was, you can't control the weather, but no, nah, it, it was actually good. It was, it was, it was fair, a nice, it was day, nice day, Saturday and Sunday, Melbourne. Um, I, look, they're just trolling this crap about it's, Thursday night footy and getting. Um, not in winter. I don't know. I, I don't Can't like do it, it because of the crowds and stuff, and they'll be worried. But it's no. like, you know what? With all this COVID going on and still lingering around, people mm. being sick, and this super flu that's going around that's not COVID, that's knocking people for sick. Yeah. Um, Spicy cough. Yeah. It's not, I don't know. People are just not going to go out, but no. it, it'll it'll work out. That, that's winter for you. That is and winter. I feel like it's our first proper season we've gotten back to footy. Um, it's all trial and error. Yeah, but at the same enough. time, yeah, they've they've got to do this better potentially, and you know we can get into the t- Tasmanian topic at some point later because it's a very it's a very big one. Yeah. But long story short, with that, you know, you bring in that nineteenth team. You remember when the Gold Coast Suns came in before yeah. GWS? There was a buy each week for yeah. one team. Well, so good. at least you know, at, at best, you still got you know seven or eight games pl- being played. So that that might be a good formula to look at in the future if we don't level it up with twenty. I'm certain. See what happens. Going to go to our first break of the Arvo. We're going to listen to a bit of Ocean Alley here. Going to, you, you got to be a feel. You know, Ocean Alley. It, it was bye week. It was bye week, and we're going to listen to a song called Holiday. Because you know, a few, a few boys went yeah. on holiday. Like Jordan <laughs> uh, We'll be back after this. Listen to Sports Desk on Sin. Behave. Welcome back to the Sports Desk on your Monday with James and Michael. Great was, to be here, James. That, that, that was holiday. Are you right there? I've <laughs> been sucking some helium. Yeah, you've been helium, uh, you know. Holiday, holiday juice. Um, yeah. We're feeling good. <laughs> we're feeling good. All righty. Before the break, we're talking a bit of AFL, a bit of speculation with the Ark and whatnot. Yeah. Um, first game of Saturday's block... No, they're not blockbusters. They're well, just they're, games. They're just games um, in Melbourne, James. Port versus Sydney. This Listen is to us a, being unbiased. I know, right? Melbourne games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we're, we're a Victorian-based radio station, correct. so... Yep. And we're only getting out to Victorians as well, that's, so like... That's right. Unlucky. That's true. Uh, 82 played, 59, 12 goals, 10 to Sydney's 8 goals, 11. Port won this well. It was actually a very conclusive game from them. I was a bit surprised mm. that Sydney weren't winning. 
Um, Do you call this an upset? Oh, big Sydney, call. Sydney have beaten the Premiers. We know that yeah, look, Melbourne have been off. 12 but... beat 7. That's It's big. I think that being at Adelaide Oval on a Saturday Arvo, that's kind of the only thing to do in Adelaide because there's not really not much to do in Austin Adelaide. A couple, of, couple of pie floaters. Yeah, it's not really much. Not oh, much. Don't even go there. <laughs> you pie don't like the pie yuck. floaters. No should, way. should we quickly describe what it is to our audience? <laughs> do you do, I'm not going to do You do it. Okay. So, picture, uh, I reckon, a servo pie. Oh, yeah, so maybe okay. Mrs. Max or... Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. one of those ones. Mate, yeah, I'm not going to throw 4 yeah. and 20 under no, the bus, no, so Mrs. Dare. Max. So, yeah. sorry, shout out to all those Mrs. Max fans out there. So, picture a Mrs. Max pie that's been well... <laughs> well oversaturated <laughs> inside one of those uh, pie warmers in a in a servo in the middle of whoop whoop. Minimum seven days been sitting seven there. days at least. Yep. No no health and no health and safety. No, yep. no one's put a little you know temperature reader in that. No one's done that. So anyway, this, picture, thing, this thing is volcanic. It, it's Let's just say volcanic. that it, it is volcanic. It, it's probably it's probably <laughs> radioactive too, James. What is this? What is about? this? Kick so this off. is <laughs> this is a pie from this certain unnamed servo. Yeah. And what they then do is they grab the mushed peas from I don't know a toddler's a toddler's high chair, and then they put that pie and they flip it upside down and put that on that plate and there's your pie floater, staple dish of South Australia. <laughs> Yum. Oh, it's and as I mentioned to your lovely listeners, that's why we're a Victorian-based uh, radio station. We know what good food is. <laughs> we do. We're uh, quite connoisseurs, <laughs> aren't we? Did you? By the way, did you see um, there was a there was an LA Rams player who came to the footy yeah, on did. Thursday I night? I did. I did. And he did some content with the Sydney Swans. I saw that. Where he was sampling all the different Australian food. Yep. I hope I, I hope you didn't try the SCG pie because I think he's rank. <sighs> They're awful, aren't they? Just like the sausage rolls looked okay. They were. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I've, we've both been to the SCG recently, and we have fell to that you marketing the grass, marketing you? strategy. On the, on yeah, I, I, ground, did, I did. I did prefer the grass. I'm not going to lie. More nutritious. I think. The, um, <laughs> it just just it was not a fan of the uh, marketing ploy that was making me buy this pie that was not in a. Four and twenty, yellow and yeah. Did you did you know they also they also had the gourmet pies yeah, at the SCG that were like fifteen dollars? Not a fan. You had to take out a home loan to get one. Yeah, <laughs> that's awful. Let's get back to this game though. Seriously. All right. <laughs> we are just talking about pies in South Australia, but it's a good point. It's a few good big point. touches from uh, Port. Ollie yeah, Wines, Brownlow medalist, uh, thirty-four touches. Carl Amon, thirty-one. Connor Rosie, twenty-nine, yeah, and uh, Darcy. Burn Jones with 28. Callum Mills only with 27. Goal kickers for them. Todd Marsh with four. Isaac Heaney with four. Doing their thing. Big Chuck Dixon with, tw- with two goals. Two. Buddy Franklin with a goal three. Look, you would call this an upset because 12 just beat six, I think. But yep. I feel like Sydney's a team that will drop out. Mm. Um, St Kilda. I feel like Sydney's more likely to drop out than St Kilda. Yeah. Um, yeah. at this stage, I yeah. mean, look, it was a scare for St Kilda losing to us, but I feel like their next couple of games, they're they're winnable games. They are winnable. I mean, All, they, a lot at Marvel. A lot of Marvel. They've got Sydney mm. away next week at the SCG. That's, so that's true. a big game for both teams. It is. But I feel like St Kilda's got that edge over them, just personally. Yeah. Um, but look, they'll take it. Port will take that on their um. In their backpacks and use that as motivation for the whole season. Can they make finals, James? No, they they've got a tough. No, run, I don't. Don't, I don't think they make finals. I feel like the Pies are the team that will go up. Um, Agree. But look, that's a whole other story because the Pies are entertaining, and I 
Love watching oh, them play, oh. even Essen fan. But you know what? It's we crazy. shouldn't be talking about that because people are going to roast us for it. They're going to roast us big time. Next for that. game, next game. West Coast Eagles and Geelong. Uh, Geelong won that game by eighteen points, twelve nine to nine nine. Sam oh. predicted this. Sam predicted this. Credit to him. He said that this game was going to be dour, lacklustre, and the Eagles were going to get close. And they did. Three goals. West Coast played really well. I mean, they should. They've got a lot of good players from their 2018 Premiership side in, but yep. they're, you know, we just, we know the background to this year and they've been awful. Yeah, they've but struggled. That's, with, even, even with list management, they've struggled with COVID oh, and, and whatnot. They've just dogs had breakfast. a very average year. Yep. Um, but Geelong took full credit to that and they. Use that to their advantage. Um, Tyson Stengel Hasn't came out of the blue with three goals, two with fifteen oh. disposals. Big Tomahawk, three goals, two with ten touches. Seven hundredth goal, James, in that in that match. My I gosh. mean, it's not a thousand, but it's seven hundred. All right. Um, Can he get to a thousand? Three hundred more. He's already. Is he already in his thirties? Yeah, I think he's he in is. His 30s. So. Oh, actually, yeah. No, he could. He, he could. If he does, a, if he does a G train and just. Oh, kind of takes care of his track. takes care of his body and just becomes an absolute specimen. He will. Um, <laughs> he'll be giving out pies at the footy. He <laughs> He's just God, watching Kenny Park. He'll be life. pulling him out of his backpack. Uh, Josh Kennedy and Waterman with two goals. Oh, Cooper as well with two goals. Nice. Sam Menengola one as well. Um, and Jack Petrocelli, Jeremy Cameron. Smith, Duncan, oh God, West, Rioli, close, <laughs> all with one. Oh, that's very big individual. Yeah, there. Um, yeah, look, good win by Geelong. I feel like they'll take this again in that march up to the top three, top two, because I want to get up there. I feel like we've always said this in last, I reckon 2019 was the first year we started saying that this is the year that they kind of had it and they're going to be past it. But they just keep coming out of there like Dad's Army. They, they, just, they just keep going and going and going and going and going. And then who knows? They actually might not win a grand final again this year. Look, they might not. They might fall at the very last hurdle, uh, or the second last hurdle being the prelim. But, yeah. hey, to get up there, I mean, it's just amazing They're for doing fans. Well. They're doing very well. Um, Sam DeConing, he's, oh, yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's, he's great. really came into his own as So the Conning brothers in general, oh. quality football players, have turned into it in the last couple of years. Getting a, I feel like COVID has benefited the young players a bit more, getting fitness up and having that opportunity to kind of just work on them. Mm. Um, just with, I don't know. I, Rise was, of the Brothers this year, yeah. isn't it? Oh, big time. The McCartans, they've been amazing. Yep. Paddy and, is it Tom? Paddy yeah. and Tom. Yeah, yep. And what about the Mackay Brothers? Maybe more so Harry, but you know. When, ben, when will we get ben to see the Ben and, and Harry <laughs> matchup? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It better ben, happen. Same person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. letting that one go. Come on. We're not a conspiracy theorist no, show, not. are we? No, no we're not. No, we're not. Uh, next game, final game of Saturday. Giants fell 20 points short of the Bulldogs, kicking 16 goals a 9 to 19 <laughs> goals 11. Quite a high-scoring matchup there. Uh, They'd kicked 10 goals apiece to half-time. I couldn't yeah, believe it. It was good form. <laughs> I feel like this was the most high-quality game of football we saw over the weekend. So entertaining. Um, just a few... Just no, a few goal kickers. Just a few <laughs> goal kickers who, you know, pulled their weight. Toby Green. Oh. Seven goals, two, 21 touches. Um, fantastic by him. I feel like he's just saying to the haters, yeah, keep it coming because I'm actually enjoying my footy. Good on him. Good on him. Should uh, be the next captain. Big astronaut and Cody Waitman kicking five apiece. Jesse Hogan coming back into the team because he's just... Mm. Doesn't want to say no. Uh, three goals, one. Stephen Cornelio, two goals, one. Riley West... Jake Riccardi, my mate, kicking oh, two goals as well. Good on you, Daniel. mate. Um, look, I feel like the Dogs needed this win as well. They did. They're 
they're a bit shaky. They're sitting 10th. and One game outside the eight. They're that second team after Collingwood that could jump up. And if they take their chances and kick their goals and do what they need to do and... You know, put the laces in front of the ball like you get told in under nines. They're gonna, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna make their way up the eight. And I'd be worried if I was a St Kilda or I was a Sydney, um, even a Richmond, Richmond, yeah. even a Richmond. Like it's, it's so open because the top, the bottom three are all on thirty-two points and only divided by about four percent. Um, so they're so evenly matched, and they've all got very, very good games coming up against. Look. High quality opposition in Geelong, mm. Sydney, and uh, oh god, I've gone blank here. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. So look, games that they can drop. Danger games. Yeah. Obviously, danger game is Hawthorne because I feel like every team when you're having an okay season where you're in that eight, when you play that bottom team, it's a shaky game and it's a risky game because you never know if you're going to lose. Never know. Um, but look. They'll, they'll they'll take that win. They'll go into next week against Hawks, um, and I feel like they should win that. But the last mm. game of the round, we had Gold Coast getting a bit of a scare from Adelaide midway through the they game, uh, coming up 43-point victors, 116-7, 373. Uh, just going through the scorebook here, they were up They were up every quarter but the first. They did mm. have a bit of a scare. They were only down one goal, two, so that was fine. Um, and then, yeah, they really just kicked away. Leading in the third quarter, 10 7 to 6 11, and then 18 8 to 10 goals 3. So, look, Gold Coast kind of being okay. Like, they're, yeah. they're not bad, but they're not great. Yeah, they're just well, that middle form. They're, they're mediocre at the moment. Yeah, look, they are. Look, I'd go a bit further. I, I think they've, they, they've had nearly the best season of their. Their history, which is which is pretty crazy to believe. I think a lot of people have compared their current um, scoreline to what they were back in 2014 when Gary Ablett was still playing, yep. and it was about eight and five. And I think they're seven and six at the moment. So if if they do win next week, it'll be their greatest record to this date. So they just got to finish the season strong, James. But if they do, even if they miss the eight, I'm almost penciling in Stuart Jew new. New contract, new contract for the Sunnies. For so I think, I think I think it I think it could happen. Um, I know Alistair Clark and Alistair Clarkson's still on the open market, but no, I feel know, like they're doing I feel well. like Stewie needs a new contract. I feel like he's done he's done well for what he's been given. Um, they had a really good season they, in that COVID have. season. They um, did, yeah. And it was look, they did drop out and they did you know kind of choke in the last half of the season. But hey, it was there. Potential was there. They did well, and I feel like they'll they'll just... I don't know if they'll get back into it, but I feel like this season will shape up anything that they're going to go in the future. Uh, and look, who knows? Uh, an eighth finish in uh, the next couple of years, I don't think it's too far away. No, just just a quick mention from this game. Uh, horrific injury to Will Powell. Uh, it was a very hard moment to watch. His knee oh, almost that, that went inside out, and, you know... All people out there who have very light stomachs, I wouldn't recommend watching the footage. No, it's, it's quite graphic. So we just wish him all the best, obviously. He's been a really good player for the Gold Coast, particularly this season. He's put together one of his best seasons. If so, anything else, yes. he'll be back stronger. He will be. I feel and like those, so. those players who get those injuries just come back more hungry. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think he'll be all right. But, yeah, hope he's all right. Um, but on that note, we're going to go to our second song break of the day. 
Bit of Arctic Monkeys again. Oh. We're going to get this in a 505. Jeez. Just absolute tune. Woo. You're on the sports desk, on scene. Bit of Arctic Monkeys there. Brrr. Bit of 505. Oof. What a song. Gosh, that was really I good. I love it. I love it. Very good. Alternative if, version there with your DJing. That was I know, good. That I like that. Was, the aux cord was a bit... <laughs> uh, just had a mind of its own, just doing its own thing. It's a rare version. I like it. I know. A bit of a, you know what? Never will be never ever released. To the world ever again. No. Because that's a unique It's a one-off, of everyone. I feel like we need to talk to someone we, about we need, something someone significant that studio. happened. So yeah, did something significant what, happen? What happened over the weekend, specifically on Sunday? Some, some footy match. I don't, I don't know. Some, some footy match it in was the like burbs. Red, red and white against, like, I don't know, these guys who play a bunch of music. and bunch of noises. music, uh, real frizzy hair. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Should we bring someone in to talk about it? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Sam, you, Sam, 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 are you there? Sam, yeah, he's there. He's there. Yeah, Sam, Sam, Sam. Hello. Yes, yeah, I'm here. He's there. All right, yeah. sweet. We got Sam here from the Friday Sam show. From the Friday show. You went to a bit of a significant game in the uh, radio and music world that combined with footy on Sunday, didn't you? Yeah, it was absolutely wild. Um, the Red Lake Community Cup, Victoria Park, uh, 10,000 were there. Uh, and it was a megahertz, played the, the rock talks. And it's just wild footy like you've never seen it before. Some with some exceptional skills. Some that don't look like they have exceptional skills and have exceptional skills. And uh, look, it was a load of fun. 10,000 people were there. Great Whoa. to have a crowd like 10, that. 10,000 wow. people? Since 2019. Wow. That's insane. Um, and oh, great atmosphere. Uh, but it ended, uh, the megahertz, they defeated the Rock Dogs, 7 6, 48, 7 4, 46 for two points in the end. Yeah, Jeff, high scoring, high scoring uh, game, Sam. <laughs> what was that, sorry? High scoring game, Sam. Did they play four quarters? But it's hard, pretty balanced for both teams. Uh, the Rock Dogs had a massive third quarter, but uh, it was the best and you can watch all the action on chapter 31, July 9th. I was That's talking it. to Michael before the show, and wouldn't it be insane if like a few of us could get on that megahertz <laughs> team? Because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we'd give it a nudge. Mate, I, I was talking to you before oh, the show, no, and I was like, mate, we, we, are so, we, like, we are so good when it comes to having big M's, a pie, even a pie floater, and going out there and, and kicking some snags. Like We genuinely do pretty well, so I feel like a, a sin, it would be amazing if we did it. Look, I we've unfortunately lost Sam. We have, but we got a recap of it. We got a recap got of a re- it. We, we, we did get a recap of it. And look, it's it's something that it's a great the radio community and the music community. Yeah, yeah you call it music community. Would yeah. you know come together, play a bit of footy? But I feel like I would be the person who would just <laughs> go full force at these people. You just go, go absolutely nuts. Oh, like if I if I see oh. someone with a ball and they're you know doing the bounce and they're going really sludge. On the <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like that'd be my only opportunity to like shine in a football field because I was just oh. I was trash when I was little. Oh, like mate, I you just, and I both. I couldn't play under fourteens. I was just a little goal sneak, and you know I'd, I'd, I'd wait for the ball to go over someone's head when they missed the mark, and I'd just tap it in for a goal. And you know what? I'd kick more goals to the opposition when they were short. 
I, I think we've got to get you to Windy Hill as well. I'm, I'm, I, I like the sound of this aggressive <laughs> attitude. I think I think our I think our dons first actually need this attitude, James. But oh, I mean, we all know of, of Sam's credentials as well. I mean, you know, forty plus disposals, six goals almost on a regular uh, occasion in the juniors. So I mean, he's going to be a very valued member of the team if we do get a sin team together. Um, obviously, get on the socials and and tell us what you want to see. Like you know, we're looking for logo designers. We're looking for for people to sponsor the halftime. Oranges, and we're just looking for for a team. So we might have to do it, James. I'm, I'm liking this idea, mate. I think I think it's a very good initiative. I think we're going to take it with both hands. But look, now we're now we're going to go onto a bit of the global scale. Are we going to go global scale? I feel like we should. We're we going should. to go a bit of F1, bit of motorsport, bit of uh, the best sport in the world. We have the Canada the Canada Canadian oh, Grand Canada. Prix. Canada, Canada. We had the Canadian Canadian? Grand Prix. Um, yes. Wrap up at the early hours of this morning, four a.m. start. Gee. You best believe I did not wake up for it because <laughs> no, I was just one of those people who just turned my uh, who turned my phone off and just didn't open it until uh, uh what when did you know what it was? It was at ten o'clock, right? Mm. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it on, turn my phone off. Nothing happened, and I watched oh, the race, and it was premium. Oh. It was good. I, I enjoyed it because it I good. didn't have any distractions, and I could wake up at a good time That's and smart. prep myself, sat down on the couch, Very just nice. watched it. Max Verstappen. Bit of poutine. No. Bit of poutine in your hands, some maple syrup. Funnily enough, Sergio Perez from Red Bull, the Mexican lord that he is, oh, amazing. Uh, tried poutine for the first time in his life. Did he eat it out of a shoe, or did he just have it regularly? <laughs> no, he, 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 he didn't do a Ricardo, no, unfortunately. No, he didn't do a Ricardo. No, um, no. Apparently, he did enjoy it, though, so... It's I very mean, nice. I might have to get on it, because that sounds insane. For all those listeners out there, pitch of chips, pitch of gravy, and cheese pitch of melted cheese. Yeah, yeah it sounds, it's sounds mad. So good. Um, but, look, yeah, good race for Red Bull getting the top points there with Max coming in first, but... Checo Perez not having a great weekend, getting a hydraulics issue in midway through the race, so getting a retirement there. Also, Mick Schumacher not getting the points or any, not even a finish there as well. Um, came off the exact same spot with a DNF, and Yuki Tsunoda came off with a, uh, I think his brakes locked up going into the first corner and went into the wall, oh. which caused a safety car, which opened the race up quite a lot. Um Shortening the gap from second to first. Verstappen, not too sure if he could get the job done. His radio cut out about five laps to go, so he had no communication between him and the team. But his car just had that much more top speed than Carlos Sainz's Ferrari that he got the job done. Even though he finished um, 0.9 of a second in front, he just didn't. Carlos didn't have that extra edge to catch him. Mm. Uh, Lewis Hamilton putting in an absolute shift um, coming from. Quite a fair way back to third place on the grid, getting uh, first podium in a while for him. Yeah, that's a massive win for him. Jo- um, huge, huge result. I mm-hmm. think Mercedes dropped off this season, they and have. getting even just a podium is a big, big result for them. Uh, George Russell, his teammate getting in fourth. Charles Leclerc coming from 15th on the grid to fifth. Uh, great result for him, knowing the track as well and the overtaking opportunities they've got. Um, he did well and he was aggressive and I liked it Esteban Ocon from Alpine in 6th Valtteri Bottas in 7th Zhao Guangyu the first Chinese driver on the F1 circuit ever in the Alfa Romeo getting in 8th Fernando Alonso coming from 2nd to finish ninth, Uh and Gee. Lance Stroll the Canadian man I'm not really a fan <laughs> of him um, 
I was going to call him a legend, but he's not anywhere uh, near could, that. Couldn't do it at his uh, home Grand Prix. Finishing in 10th with the Aston Martin. Ricardo finishing 11th, getting overtaken two laps to go. Not great. How, how about your mate, the one that you got an amazing signature from? Where did Sebastian Vettel oh, finish? Big Seb finish. Where did Seb finish? He finished 12th. Uh, uh, not bad. Second and... You might want to sell that soon before it starts losing value, James. <laughs> <laughs> finishing 1.2 seconds behind Daniel... Uh, not bad. As the standings go for the uh, championship, uh, I think Max is still out on front, which is, look, it's expected. I feel like he's he's breaking away from Ferrari, and mm. even though Sergio Perez is only three points in front of Leclerc on the standings, uh, he's still a decent way down. Uh, Verstappen's on 175. Leclerc is on 126. George Russell... Splitting the Ferraris in fourth on one eleven. So look, almost halfway through the season, almost at that winter break and all that summer break for them. Uh, and one thing that is getting in speculation for the F one world is fellow Aussie Oscar Piastri, the man from Melbourne as well, oh, homeboy, uh, could be driving for Williams in a matter of weeks. Ooh. Now, rumor has it that. Nicholas Latifi, the other Canadian um, driver who we've got racing for Williams, has been costing the team a bit of money, and they're not too happy about it because he keeps driving Going to himself Bali as well. No, no driving no, himself no. into the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah, can't not be good. doing that. I mean, you know, he, he could be going to Bali if you wanted to, but I feel like. Crashing a front wing is more expensive than being going to Bali. Um, I think so. Because those front wings are out worth $125,000. So, <laughs> you know, he's, he hasn't been doing way. too well. And Oscar Piastri has been rumoured to be sent on loan to Williams from Alpine to drive the rest of the season out for Williams. See, does that happen often? Not very no. often. Um, we've Obviously, we've seen, like, Toro Rosso, which is Alfa Tauri now, lend their drivers to Ferrari or, like, because they're a part of the Red Bull family, uh, drivers either get promoted to Red Bull and then the other driver who's getting replaced gets demoted down to um, Toro Rosso or Alpha Tower. So it's it's happened before, but it's not regular. Mm. Uh, so, look, people were expecting him to do it next season and then overtake uh, Fernando Alonso's place because he's going to retire this year. So he's, he's going to race within the next year or so, but it's a matter of whether he gets a bit of six-month head start in Williams being last in the grid, being, you know, not too competitive with the other drivers, but still getting that experience um, before he starts next season at Alpine. So look, it's it's a bit I of think, an open field. I, th- I think that's I think that'd be good for it. Yeah, hundred percent be good experience. for him. And, and hey, if he if he gets up the grid quite a bit, then he you know even more kudos to him if he can do that. But yeah, probably no high expectations there. But you know, good luck to him. Like you can't, you, you can't fault him. He did well in the F two. And speaking about F two, you've got some. Oh, you've got what some a news. segue this is! Um, you've got some news. F two did release in the week um, that's just passed that F two will be racing in Australia for the next five or so years. Wow! So instead of seeing the V eights and the Porsches and getting all those guys who are wearing Red Bull caps, and it's like, oh, they're Red Bull. Oh no, that's V eight supercars. <laughs> no, no hate on V eights, but like you know, it's an F one event. Um, and they're, you know, and they're racing. They've been racing there for years in the Carrera Cup and the GTs and whatnot. They've been racing. They're going to have to eliminate a couple of those because the F2, which is the second division for F1, mm. which is a breeding ground for oh, new drivers, absolutely. is going to be racing in Australia, in Melbourne for. I think yeah, I think it's next year onwards for about five years. I got the contract for, which is huge. That's massive. Um, because 
everyone loves F2. It's something like when you when there's a race at 11 o'clock and it's like, hey, there's a race at 8 o'clock at night. Hell yeah. You know, it, it breaks up the, um, the, the evening because it's like, oh, I get to watch these guys race and they're still half decent. Like we saw Mick Schumacher and Piastri race in the last two years. Um, we've seen George Russell, Leclerc, Alexander Albon. They've all come up through the academies. They've all come up through F2 and now they're racing yeah, for F1 teams. Time. So... It's 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 good because another you know brand of of F one or F two yeah. is going to be happening again and it's great yeah I love it and you can say you followed the whole journey of yeah. these of oh, these yeah. up and comers it's very exciting it's very it's almost like college level sport in the United States it's just massive to see these athletes finally get a gig in the big time so yeah shout out to again. Formula One Australian Grand Prix for not only getting that extension of 2035, 2035. but also, How good. also F2. It's massive. It's, it's been, a, been a big couple of weeks for it F1 in Australia. We're going to go to a song, and we're going to come back. Last about 10 minutes of the show, we're going to go to an Australian artist who's been absolutely killing it. Absolutely killing it. Just finished his tour here. I think you know who I'm talking oh, about. We're number yes. two on Hottest 100. Lucky Thursday specialist. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, bit of Kid Leroy here with Stay. You're going to listen to Sports Desk once you after this. Bit of Kid Leroy, bit of Stay, Leroy. bit of Michael, bit of, bit of James. Bit of James. Bit of footy. Bit of footy. Bit of F1, bit of everything like that. We like it. Got to wrap up the show now, unfortunately, because it's, the time's almost up. But we've got to cover a few things in the last 10 minutes of the show that's been happening this week that even though we've covered, we've still got to talk about because I haven't been able to talk about it and I'm a bit hype about it. We need, we need to get um, up about. Bit of Socceroos, bit of World Cup, bit of guitar, bit of a December being looking pretty fine, if you ask me. Where were you for this? I was at Ultra Football. They had a viewing and woke up at about 3 o'clock, had a nap at midnight. Didn't really get to sleep till like one o'clock. Like let's be real, I, I was so nervous. Too excited. I was. Uh, that's the most nervous I've ever been for a game in my life. Wow. Um, Sudden death. It's just like everything about the game backs against the wall. It was a typical Aussie story, and I had a feeling, oh yeah, we're going to win. It's going to be. I didn't want to say penalties, but it did go to penalties, um, and oh, it was incredible, incredible. We we dug in, we got the result, and. I haven't seen. I don't reckon an Australian performance like that in a while. I think I've so I've seen two of the sixteen World Cup qualifiers that we've had. Um, saw one one against Vietnam. That was a, a training drill. That wasn't you know anything. And then we lost to Japan, who ended up making the World Cup on automatic qualification. So, look, you can um and ah about our group and how you know we got the hardest group. We got um, Saudi Arabia, Japan, us, and then Oman. Yeah, it's... And for some reason, Oman seemed to be the hardest one we had to go through because even though Saudi Arabia and Japan were the sure things, we ended up slipping up against Oman in one or two of our games, which shouldn't have happened, mm. and we wouldn't be in this situation. Uh, but, look, you can... I'm an you can, you know, sigh and do whatever you want about it. But at the end of the day, we made the World Cup. We beat Peru, the number 22nd seed in the world. Uh, that's 20 above us. That's 20 ranks above us. So big it's big. Deal. It's big. And, and you would have to say that football would be their number one sport in Peru. You know, the, I don't know if llama racing is a big thing over there, but I'm just saying, like, it would, it would, be, a, it would be a big sport over there. Well, so like, for them to miss, that's, that's big for them. Soccer Twitter, which is the uh, kind of Twitter of, you know, football, but they call it soccer, S O. Double K A H, right? Oh, I like it's that. kind of like a bit of a meme, and <laughs> you know, there's some big figure points in it that, ever, that mm-hmm. everyone follows and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And we've been reading up on the 
Peruvian uh, media and the way that they've been portraying it. And the Peruvian government gave the whole country a day off, a public holiday (gasps) for this game. You're said, kidding. Everyone needs to watch this no. game to watch our country go back to where we belong. Uh, you know, we didn't we didn't make it last World Cup. You oh. know, we we did play these kangaroos no. uh, in the in the World Cup and we did beat them, but we didn't make it through. Whatnot gave them a whole day off, all to see Andrew Redmayne wiggle around on his spot and save oh. a goal. He did well. He did, and the best well. part about it that mm. I number I think it was number twelve. Um, for Peru, who ended up missing the first penalty, he, I, I had it out for him ever since like minute about ten. Wow! He got an early foul and he was diving around, just complaining. It wasn't even a foul. Gee. Like I've had worse fouls on me, and I've gotten up. And I've seen a lot of other Aussies who have gotten kicked in the legs and have gotten up and kept running. Yeah. And this guy, I just, everyone just yeah, had it I out know for what you're him. Talking about. And he He's had, down for too long. he looked like a synchronized swimmer. He had those, he had the, the nose plugs on. He was, <laughs> had every, just everything unnecessary about him. <laughs> and as soon as he missed it, and people are saying, "Oh, he missed it." No, Red has got a finger to it. Red has got a finger to it. That deflected off the post. Post yeah. save. Uh, that was the best penalty shootout that we've had since 05. 5 4. We've only, we, look, we had, scoring. we had the, we had the penalty shootout in the Asian Cup against the UAE, which we did win, and Maddie Ryan saved us there. But I feel like this was just so sudden death. And even though the Asian Cup, that was elimination, that was in the quarterfinals or whatnot, this was more sudden death. This was crazy. And, for those players like Craig Goodwin, for Alan Mobile, for Jamie McLaren, for mm. Aiden Hrustich, for all those guys who stepped up and took penalties like they did and they took them well, even Martin Boyle's penalty that was saved, that was just a class saved by a class keeper. It was. It you was. can't say, oh, that was a bad penalty. He was going to go top left. That's a very, very, very well-taken penalty, but he got mm. the finger to it. Fair enough. Save. That's football, right? You don't crucify him for that because that's the way that it is. And the way that all of them took up and they... Went to sudden death, and McLaren was the first sudden death penalty. Scored it. They, they scored. Then Mobile came up. He scored. He dedicated that to the country for giving him an opportunity Wasn't to... Wasn't that amazing? That was incredible. Emotional. Incredible. Um, so he'll be playing in the World Cup now for uh, the Green and Gold, and I can't be happier because oh, that man... Same. That man is a jet. And it's been for a lot. Credit to all those players, though, because to play 14 out of those 16 or, or whatever it was... Hell of a lot of ...away games. from home, throughout COVID, in bubbles, whatnot, missing grand finals, everything mm. just to play for your country and get that spot. Like, every one of them deserve it. My player of that whole series of the last three or four qualifiers was Aiden Rustich, without a doubt. Mm. That man went from winning at Frankfurt um, in the Europa League against Rangers, scoring a penalty there to absolutely putting on a masterclass against UAE, scoring that goal, having the balls to take a shot outside of the box, and then scoring a penalty as well. That man did whatever he needed to do. He's on my back for the World Cup. Mm. Whenever I get a kit, he's on my back. No one else. He deserves it the most. Um, But look, it's going to be crazy. We've got a game against New Zealand in New Zealand in September. Gee, weren't they stiff? That was losing to Costa Rica like they did was horrible. And you know what? People can say what they want, and... I'd be more than happy to have a conversation about it with it, but I can't talk about it on air because I'd probably get in trouble. But look, it's just it's it's one of those things that you've mm. got to take on a chin because that's Absolutely. that's the harsh reality of football. You don't take the opportunities that you do, and then when you do, and they get ruled off for a VAR call that could be somewhat dodgy, uh, it happens. It sucks. 
it's happened sucks. to us for, and to us. it really hurts. But look, we've got that game in September against them. Our World Cup re- kit releases in October. Then we fly Ooh. in in November. Ooh. The World Cup squad's going to be huge because a lot of young players are going to be yeah, selected in that. Naturally. And this A-League season that's coming up is going to be the most competitive there is for the first half oh, of it. Absolutely. Leading into the World Cup, wanted to get that squad. Oh, big time. All, all those fans who, you know, have never previously went to the A-League, get there this season because you're absolutely right. It is going to be high Even stakes. as a neutral. Even just, as a neutral. Just watch just games. go down and just watch as many games as you can. Another thing I'll mention, you talk about Peru having a public holiday for the yep. game, all this sort of stuff. I was watching a news report from, you know, where it all happened and I saw this... It looked like it looked like a piece of chocolate. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, I'm going, that's not a piece of chocolate. And no. I look closer. It's yeah. it's this tombstone. Yeah. It's got the Australian team on it and it's yeah. got a cross. And I'm thinking to myself, geez, that's a bit brutal. Yeah, they, they did this whole spiritual awakening thing and they were praying that there was nothing but bad things gonna happen to the Australian football team. It you know what, though? So that is that is so passion. but that is O five vibes as well. Oh, because yeah. There was a witch doctor that put a curse on the Australian football team in the 70s that said, like, wishing bad luck for them. The guy went to Madagascar, did everything he needed to do with his family's witch doctor, and cured the curse in 05. That's that's the whole wow. narrative towards that, that this guy went over on his own with a with a World Cup jersey, like with an Australian jersey, got the, got the curse cured from the Australian team, and then two months later we made the World Cup. Stuff like this wow, is... You cannot make this stuff. Cannot make it up. That, that spiritual level, it's it, it, it's it's alive and well in the in, in the football world. That's for sure. But wow, what a victory, James! Let's quickly talk about the NBA. The Warriors have won their fourth madness. title, absolute madness in uh, five years or, or whatever it's been since 2018. They've just dominated, and it's incredible. Steph Curry finally gets an MVP for. The best player in the series. It's he, just he was, amazing. He was incredible, and even you got to give credit to the whole team. Like the Splash Brothers were <sighs> immense. Even though Curry didn't, um, Thompson didn't really pop off like he like we thought he would. Even though he had came back from injury, they were just too good. They, they were just too good. Weren't they? Um, Paul was incredible <sighs> for them as well. Gee. Um, Anthony Wiggins. Man, that, that guy was crazy, wow. and I feel like he was one of the most underrated players on that team. Without a doubt. Uh, but look, credit to them. They'll go and have a really nice off season, oh, and they'll they? come back. And I feel like I feel like the NBA will open up next year with a few trade rumors going around with mm. who's going who, uh, a specific few going to the Timberwolves as well, so hopefully they might be a bit relevant in the yeah, next couple of years. Relevant, yeah. uh, but look... I'm happy that they won. Bit so disappointed that Boston lost. Um, well, didn't get to seven. I mean, I've got I a, thought I've they got a really pushed it. soft spot for Boston. Yeah, I thought I like they were going to win, but game four, them not winning game four really opened up the series, and didn't that it? was that was the inevitable reason why they lost. And if that's they, probably the reason why Steph Curry gets that that MVP yeah, too. Without he, a doubt, forty three points. I mean, yep. one of the best career games for him. So you're absolutely right, James. It's a massive, massive, massive result. And just quickly in the tennis. Nick Kyrgios, up by 20 uh, World Cup rankings um, after being number 45 in the world. He reached the semi-final of Haley Grass Court after uh, Hubert Hurkacz uh, bet him in that game. But uh, 
he's going to look good. Uh, he's he's potentially shaping up to be a real threat. He might play Rafael Nadal or Novak Djokovic in the first round of Wimbledon, which starts in a week, James. So lots keen. of lots of grass court competitions happening right before Wimbledon. And as we mentioned on Friday's show, Serena Williams is going to be back. So that will be massive for tennis. So very exciting times in the sporting world, James. That's all we've got. That's it. That's done. That's all. Off for another week. Uh, we're back on Friday with... Uh the Friday edition, where we'll preview all the stuff that's gone in sport on the weekend. Hopefully a clearer version of Sam as well. Uh, uh, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Not a distorted version. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Love it's been that. fun. It's, it's been, been good. Uh, and we'll catch you on uh, Friday, and then we'll be back on Monday. Absolutely. Here to preview the big game against Desert and West Coast. Can't oh, wait, James. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Can't wait. Game of the year.